As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. A unique combination of gospel music and smooth jazz. 24 hours a day. Jam by Radio.biz. Brother Linton, how are you? It's great to be together again. Wonderful day. Well, actually, I just want to tell people about me because it's probably the first time they've heard a real broadcast, but I do want you to know that I am on Periscope as we speak. You can look me up under um, Ms. Benita. And I wanted to tell you a little bit about what Linton has planned for your 7 to 7.30 time slot. We have a new season coming up, and you will be hearing from me. I am Miss B, as they call me, but it, the show is going to be called Inspirations with Ms. Bonita. So, Linton, would you like for me to continue? All right, then. Well, as I speak to you on Periscope, I'm also going to explain my position right here on Jam Vibes Radio. Again, good morning, good morning. And as always, I like to say, Father, I thank you for the opportunity to come before your throne and be able to be a vessel of honor to share in this ministry. I ask that you continue to bless us and guide our footsteps and we put you first in all that we do. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Always give thanks to the Father. So yes, morning listeners, all of you who have no clue who I am, I am Inspirations with Miss Benita. They call me Miss B. You can find me on the Facebook and just about everywhere else. And what Brother Linton has done is given me the opportunity to, to come on in the mornings to give you a, a word of inspiration. It could be from 15 minutes to 30 minutes, depending on the topic. And I may or may not have guests. What is this show going to be all about? Well, I'm just a woman who loves the Lord and loves to talk about the Lord. I will be presenting things in a non-denominational format, but it still will be biblically based. I want to reach all of those who not only who has confessed Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, but I want to talk to those who um, may not have made that decision or have other faiths that they're following. I'm not here to convert anyone, but just to stimulate their thoughts and to understand that there is a purpose for their life. 
right now we're undergoing a whole lot of different situations. And even though these things are prophesied, a lot of people are not handling them as well as they should, even with confessing Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. So what is Inspirations with Miss Benita going to do? I came from another venue um, and they allowed me to do a 15 minute Monday through Friday. And I chose topics for the week. Uh, we're at the end of the week. So today is just going to be a uh, somewhat informative day, but also um, just to get you to know a little bit about me. My relationship with Christ is first and foremost in all that I do. And as I represent the information, um, I may or may not quote a scripture, but it is biblically based. One of the things that I like to tell you all um, to stimulate you first thing in the morning, I always say, let me provide premium fuel for your high performance life. The premium fuel is related to the scriptures to instill in you that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior and he's given us certain commandments to follow. But I don't teach and preach. I just talk with you. I don't talk at you. I discuss things that's concerning you. I've had topics such as the battlefield is the mind and um, how to cope in certain stressful situations that's going around us and um, live like you believe what you believe. So now that I've talked about live like you believe what you believe, that's what I'm going to stick with this morning. Live like you believe what you believe, but know what you believe. If you're not sure what you're believing in, then study it. Find out more about it. Understand what it is that you're confessing with your mouth that you believe in. And once you've got a better understanding of what that belief system is supposed to be, then apply it. You must apply what you believe in. You must study and understand what you believe in, because if not, you will fall for anything. You will hear me refer to that frequently. So today's topic is live like you believe what you believe, but know what you believe, because if not, you'll fall for anything. I just was a part of a prayer line and the topic this morning was love. So many of us have confessed Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. And regardless of what denomination you are under that umbrella, our scriptures tell us that love is the greatest commandment of all. Love is the greatest commandment of all. So if you have confessed Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and so many of us don't even say that, they just said, oh, yeah, I'm a Christian. But there are certain things that's required of us once we confess that. If you join a fraternity or sorority, there are certain bylaws and guidelines that you're expected to adhere to. And they put you through a whole lot of training just to be a part of that organization. Well, that's nothing different once you confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And for those of you who have not, who have not made that decision, you're watching us. Those of us who have made that decision, you're watching us. So, listeners, if you don't realize that your behavior based on what you say you believe in, can help someone else decide whether they want Jesus in their life or not. They'll say, if that's what that Jesus thing is all about, I don't want any of it because look how they behave. We've been getting certain requirements as a follower of Christ. 
Do you understand that love is the greatest commandment of all? And that he requires that we show that love to our brothers and sisters. Are you living like you believe what you believe? Have you confessed with your mouth that you follow Jesus Christ, but yet don't adhere to the greatest commandment of all, which is love? Love has been referenced to food, vacations, pocketbooks, movies. I mean, it's just a usually, loosely used term. But are you living the love life that our Father has required of us? Are you living like you believe what you say you believe? I have a concern with that because there's so many things going on in the world. But right now, a lot of people are concerned about the interactions between the public and people in positions of authority, police officers mainly. I'm not speaking as to whether the police officers are right or whether the civilians are right. That's not my issue. My concern is if you confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, there are certain behaviors that we do not want to be a part of. We want to live like we believe what we believe. Are we believing that love is the greatest commandment of all? Do we believe that the spirit of rebellion is not for us because rebellion started in heaven when Satan decided he was all of that and he decided that when he left, okay, y'all y'all with me? He took his posse with him. Yahweh said, nah, y'all gonna have it up here. Y'all got to go out the house. So the spirit of rebellion is nothing to play with. Are you one of those followers of Jesus Christ who say anything and do anything? who become offended easily and to decide that they have to lash out and get involved and say, well, you're not going to say anything to me any kind of way. We're going to do this, that, and the other. But how are we handling these things? Are we forgetting the greatest commandment of all is love? What would Jesus do? People want to use the scripture about, well, he had a temper because he went in the temple and turned the tables over. He didn't punch anybody. There were in a place where they shouldn't be disrespecting the house of the Lord. When you burn down a neighborhood pharmacy, grocery store, car wash, when you burn down businesses that have nothing to do with the situation that's occurring, you're not only hurting the individual business owner, you're hurting their family, all the people who are in business with them, and then all the people who are in business. It's a domino effect. Whatever's going on in the world, when you decide to act out of love, you conquer every ounce of evil. When you respond in love, evil loses. Are you living like you believe what you believe, or are you out there experiencing a spirit of rebellion, banding together in churches, saying, we need to take our neighborhoods back? But then he tell us to go to him and everything in prayer. Didn't he say the most powerful weapon we have is going in the spirit because we fight against spirits? I'm just asking, are you living like you believe what you believe? Did he tell us in the scriptures that we need to go out and tear up the neighborhood because we are upset about situations and circumstances? Is that love or a spirit of rebellion? I'm just saying. He said in his word, the word that I read, he said, we need to respect, respect authority. 
It never said that authority is going to respect us in return. It suggests that it does. But our commandment as a follower of Jesus Christ is to respect authority. So if Miss B gets stopped by a police officer, that means I've done something wrong and may or may not have done something wrong. Let me just say that. But regardless, I have been stopped by a person who has the authority to stop me. I may not agree why, but yes, sir. No, sir. Thank you, sir. I apologize. Yes, sir. I'll do better. Yes, sir. Thank you for my ticket. Okay. He may not be having a good day. He could be a bad person just from jumping with a badge. That's not my call. My call is as a follower of Christ is to respect him, whether he respects me or not. My flesh needs to go somewhere and sit down, receive the direction and keep it moving. Are you living like you believe what you believe? Are you creating situations or circumstances by the choices that you make to respond? I don't know. I don't know what to say. My heart breaks to know that my fellow followers are out here saying they love the Lord. Saying they go to church, saying, 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 but they're living opposite of what the Father has commanded of us. Are you showing a spirit of rebellion? Are you operating in the spirit of the righteousness of Christ that dwells within us? Oh, yeah, that's that's also um, there. The righteousness of Christ is right there in in us. He lives in us. So we have a choice. We have a choice. Everything is a choice. Satan had a choice. Yahweh had a choice as well. If he created Satan and all of those angels, he had the opportunity to destroy them right then. He had the opportunity to fix that right there. But out of love, he can't destroy his own creation. And even though... Satan left with a whole bunch of folks, angels with him. They have dominion over the heavens. And they were on earth before we got here. And he knew Satan was going to just really just pluck our nerves, but he still didn't destroy him. He told us to love our enemy. Our enemy is not our fellow brother. Our enemy is the spirit that's encouraging to do the wrong thing. We should pray for our brothers. Pray for the chains to be broken. Pray for their deliverance. But guess who our enemy truly is? Satan has been our enemy since our creation. And guess what? So many people confuse that, well, I need to love the person that hurt me. No, you need to love the spirit being that's inhabiting that situation. Yahweh loves Satan. As a matter of fact, Satan goes back and forth for permission to do anything. Yeah, y'all see that in the scriptures, but you don't absorb it. Yahweh is still communicating with our enemy. Are you living like you believe what you believe? Are you hating your fellow brother? Or do you understand that nobody deliberately wants to do wrong? We fight not against the flesh when we go out and communicate and cooperate with the flesh. You can't fix anything 
like that. You joined in union with evil when you do evil. The person that did something to you when Jesus Christ was on the cross, what did he say? Lord, forgive them because if they truly knew you, they would not do the things that they do. I want you to sit on that for a while. Brother Lynn is going to play some music shortly and he's going to cue it up. And while I'm gone on the short break, I want you to think about, are you living like you believe what you believe? Are you inhabiting a spirit of rebellion? Are you showing love to your brother? Are you accusing him of being your enemy when realizing that truly our true enemy is Satan himself? Think about who you are as a member of the body of Christ. Are you setting an example for others who may or may not have accepted him? If you're acting as if the heathens do, why should they change their ways? Because no, there's no benefit. That means you're stumbling them from their personal salvation. Are you living like you believe what you believe? Do you really know what you believe? Seriously. How many of you have actually read the Bible? Uh, and not just a couple of scriptures every now and then. Or the scriptures that you allow your spiritual leader to give you. Have you read the Bible chapter by chapter? chapter do you have a regular bible study do you have a regular bible study with your family members if you confess that you believe something you should be very versed in that otherwise you're a hypocrite you have no idea what you're talking about so how can you live it if you have no idea what it really entails something as simple as the greatest commandment of all is love now the blessed thing about it is if you handle everything in love, everything else will fall in place. All of the sins that we were warned not to commit, the chains would be broken if you just did it in love. You think about that one. Do you really know who you are? Are you living like you believe what you believe? And as they say, I'm just saying. I'm not here to condemn anyone. I just want to stimulate your thoughts. Why confess something if you have no idea what it's about? I cannot tell you I'm a Delta if I have no idea what it takes to be a Delta. Uh, Alpha Kappa. I have no idea what it's like to be an Eastern Star because I'm not a member of it. Once you accept the responsibility for an organization, everything that comes along with that, you suppose abide by the laws. Why is that not applied when you say you love Jesus? Why are you not saying, well, it doesn't take all of that, but he died on the cross for us. It took that for him. Are you living like you believe what you believe? And do you really know what it takes to believe that? Are you aware that our enemy is Satan and not the brothers that commit the act? Are you aware that love conquers all? Are you aware that whatever you do out in the public and say out of your mouth, how you treat others, could be the deciding factor if someone decides they want to be a follower of Jesus Christ or not? Are you aware that you could be stopping someone from their salvation, their eternal life? Are you aware of that? That's some serious stuff. That, that's what I'm trying to get you to see. There's a level of responsibility that goes with what comes out of your mouth. I have a problem with the spirit of rebellion coming outside of the church walls, coming outside of different denominations. The denominations themselves aren't even getting along. 
The world has come to believe that denominations represent faith. There's only one faith, and you got to be a Methodist. Only one faith, you got to be a Protestant. Only one faith is Episcopalian and, and holiness and hypostock, and then, you know, just on and on. And that's the denomination to bring about division, which it is. There's only one faith, and that's the faith in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, who died on the cross to set us free. He shed our blood so we can be set free from all of this. Because he said, wait a minute, hold up. This stuff been going on long enough. Let me go on down here, live amongst them, see what's going on, why they can't get this right. And he did for 33 years to see what's up. What's up, y'all? Why we can't get it together? And even after he died on the cross, Satan said, oh, you think you fixed this? Mm-mm. Now, I'm still here amongst your, your children. And y'all don't even understand. It's a spiritual battle. You have no clue that we are spirit beings. Yes, we were created by our father, a spirit, created by the spirit to live in the spirit, which is the righteousness of Christ that dwells within us, and to return back to the spirit, which is him. This physical body is just a vessel to be used to live the life that he gave us. Are you living like you believe what you believe? Are you living like we are spirit beings that can handle everything? See, we were given that power in the beginning, but unfortunately, Satan refused to let us have it. So he created a diversion. So when Jesus Christ came, he gave it back and then some. I don't know, some of you may have already heard about this scripture, but how about the one that said, wow, to my followers, though I leave you. I leave you with the comforter. That's the Holy Ghost. But guess what else he told us? He said that these things, and you know he, for those of you who understand, he did a lot of things when he was here. He said, these things that I do, you, and he was speaking into the lives of the followers. If you confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, he said, you, his followers, shall which is a commandment, absolutely, without doubt, perform, without failing, shall do them, them, which is the things that he did prior to his leaving us, them, and, 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 which is inclusive of what happened previously. He said, do them and greater. Okay, so wait a minute. Unless I'm, I'm losing something. We are created by the Spirit to be living in the Spirit, to return to the Spirit, and given spiritual authority in our lives, over all things, greater than what Jesus Christ had. I'm just saying, are you living like you believe what you believe? Are you living in an authority that the Father has given us? Are you living in the freedom that was given to us by the death on the cross? Are you victims? Are you allowing yourself to choose unwisely? Are you allowing yourself to be blinded to the schemes of the evil one? Because he did put us on a hit list. He came to steal, kill, and destroy. He's relentless. He's not giving up ever, ever, ever. But if you don't study and know just how powerful we are, then you're going to continue to live a victim life. A victim life. Me, me, me. Oh, wow. No. 
And see, once you understand just how powerful you are in the spirit, I believe, yeah, there was a scripture that said, call out those things as though they were. Wow. He said, take commandment over things that not even have existed because we walk by faith, not by sight. And we have the power to speak into existence the same way Yahweh, Jehovah, our father, spoke into existence. He spoke us into existence. He spoke everything he wanted into existence. Poof. So if we were created in his image, and that's another thing, are you living like you believe what you believe, which means we were created in the father's image and the father is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So if we were created in the father's image, we were created perfect, but it's our choices that creates the imperfection and slips us into the category of sinners. Now, hold up. Wait a minute. Show your role here. Are we truly sinners once we confess Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior? Some people say, I'm still a sinner, but I'm saved, sanctified, and set free. Okay, do you know what being a sinner is? Look it up. Google it. Google tells me that to be called a sinner, you have to actively, unrepentantly, repeatedly continue to commit acts that are directly in violation of what the Father expects us. Okay, so that means you're deliberately doing things that's wrong. I'm just saying, if you confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you are still deliberately, and that, and you Google it up, it would tell you it's a deliberate act. If you're still deliberately doing stuff, how can you be saved, sanctified, and set free? And you still deliberately sin. Those two don't. Mm-mm. No. You, you, you. So I don't care what you say out of your mouth. If you're not living what you confess. Then you're confused. I'm just saying what the word said. Either you say sanctified and set free. Which means you will absolutely do everything you can. To understand that this is a spiritual battle. And to resist the devil. Yeah he said. If you resist the devil he must flee. And ergo choices. And as I look at the time. I'm getting back to my original statement. We all have choices. There are a lot of things going on in the world. A lot of things. But we have choices of how to respond to them. Are we going to respond as if we're not saved, sanctified, and set free? Are we responding as if the spirit of rebellion is more important than the commandment of love? Who are we as believers? Who are you as confessors of Jesus Christ? We all have choices. Choose you this day who you're going to serve. Yourself. Yeah, that's pretty much what happens when you start doing opposite of what you say you believe because it's all about you. It's like saying, okay, big guy, I hear what you're saying, but I got this. That's really what you're saying. You're telling your father, I hear what you're saying, but I'm going to say I love you, but. And it's those buts that blocks our deliverance. It blocks us hearing from the Lord. So as I come to a close, it's time for me to move on. I just want to say thank you for joining us. This is Inspiration with Miss Bonita. You can find me in the mornings, 7 a.m. to 7.30 a.m. right here live on Jam Vibes Radio. You can find me on Sunday mornings, live, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. 
starting September the 6th. I pray that you enjoy what I've had to say this morning, that you continue to, to tune in with us because we have a lot of changes coming up, a lot of different shows that we're going to be adding to encourage you to become more conscientious of who you are. Choices create consequences. Consequences create actions and reactions. Be responsible for all of yours. But first and foremost, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness. And then everything that you're concerned about will be added unto you. But it's according to the riches and glory that you give him, the glory that you give him, the praise, the honor, the credit for being king of king and lord of lords. Live like you believe what you believe, my fellow sisters and brothers, but know what you believe because if not, you will fall for anything. Thank you again for joining Inspiration with Ms. Benita. Again, I thank you for trusting me with your 30 minutes this morning as you start your day as I add premium fuel to your high test life. Father, I thank you for the opportunity again to come before your throne and I pray that all the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart has been acceptable in your sight and received in the manner they were meant and that's to edify Lift up, encourage those that love you and want to be a part of your life. But more importantly, I pray that they allow you to be a part of their life, to guide them, to nurture them, order their footsteps, Father, cover them. Because the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus is the most powerful thing that they can call on. I pray that they study and learn and understand that confessing out of your mouth is powerful because you spoke us into existence and what comes out of our mouth is established in the spirit realm and we can't take it back. I pray that they understand that the words of their mouth should be speaking positive things into the spirit realm. I pray that they understand that the greatest commandment of all is love and it covers a multitude of things. I pray that they understand slow to speak, so to anger, but be very quick to listen to the Holy Ghost because you left a comforter for us to guide us in all that concerns us. Lean not on our own understanding before the flesh is subject to Satan's influence. Until the next time, keep in mind, I love you. Jesus loves you. But more importantly, love yourself and love others as you love yourself. Thank you. Have a blessed day. Look forward to hearing from you in the morning. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. You're welcome, sir. Have a blessed day. Well, everybody, thank you for joining me. This is Inspiration with Ms. Benita. That was awesome. I just did a live Periscope while I was talking on the radio, Jam Vibes Radio.biz. You can find him. That's Jazz, Jazz and Gospel Radio Listening. This is my first long-term Periscope. I see I have four people. Thank you. I have not been advertising or what do you call it? Um, promoting a lot of things because I like to come out in order. Um, I figured if the Lord sowed it into my life and I water it with my faith, he would grow it with his favor. So I don't have to run after people to decide whether or not, you know, how many listeners, how many followers. I know they'll come as they say if they if we build it, they'll come. But I believe in doing everything in order. So I thank you so much. It's not about how many. It's about them choosing to come and hear a word from me. I'm just a vessel. As I get ready to close this session, I just want you to know that 
I don't call myself a prophetess, evangelist, preacher, anything. I'm just a woman who loves the Lord and loves to talk about the Lord. I pray that you do look me up. I have www.powerpackprayer.com. I'm involved in other ministries as well, but www.powerpackprayer.com on the internet that is um, very important to me. The founder is uh, Reverend Bell. He's out of Macon, Georgia. And I'm his administrative assistant, but I'm also his social media. I handle everything on the Internet. So the website is all me. I have blogs. I have inspirational music. I have ministry. And it's expanding. As good as mine. Rejoice and be glad in it. Don't let your situations and circumstances dictate your happiness. You make a choice, take control, be all that you can be, and handle everything in love. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. of gospel music and smooth jazz. 24 hours a day, jam biz. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.